My name's Natalia and I'm the news editor. I'm Jillian, I'm the editor-in-chief. I'm Michael, I'm the social media manager. And here's your news for this week. For this week's COVID-19 update, there are currently three active university cases. All cases are students on the Boca Raton campus. Students that received the Pfizer vaccine at the Palm Beach County Healthcare District Mobile Vaccine Unit on June 25th can return on July 9th between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. to receive their second dose. According to the New York Times, as of June 25th, Palm Beach County has averaged 69 new COVID-19 cases daily, and 46 of the county's population is fully vaccinated. Florida is averaging 1,500 new COVID-19 cases and 3.67 deaths daily, and the state is now 44% vaccinated. This makes Florida far from achieving the approximately 70% that is needed for herd immunity, and Florida is also now leading the state for new daily cases. For more information, read the COVID-19 weekly update on upressonline.com. On June 22nd, the bodies of two sisters were found hours apart in the Lauderhill Canal. Destiny 9 and Daisha 7 were found several hours apart. Tanessa Hogan, 36, is the mother of the two girls and was detained in an ambulance that Tuesday. She is currently a person of interest in the case. She was seen the day before in the canal with a Bible reportedly asking neighbors if she could baptize their children. The cause of death for the two girls is yet to be confirmed. The South Florida Sun Sentinel and journalists with the Pulitzer Center used Florida's public records law to access facial recognition searches that local police departments used to identify protesters last summer. They found that police photographed protesters at last summer's racial justice demonstrations and ran the photos through an unregulated facial recognition database which is known as Face Analysis Comparison and Examination System, or FACES. The public records show that at least three police departments, the Broward Sheriff's Office, Boca Police Department, and Fort Lauderdale Police Department, used this database to identify people with demonstrations last year. The investigation found that police would pose as protesters taking photos and videos of actual demonstrators. Anyone attending a protest last summer could have had their faces scanned through the database. Facial recognition technology is used worldwide, but is fraught with errors. At least three wrongful arrests in the country have been attributed to faulty facial recognition. Studies have shown racial bias in the technology as well. After public criticism, New York and Detroit approved policies limiting the technology's use in their police departments. Experts fear that facial recognition software will muzzle free speech, leading people to not attend peaceful protests or marches. Legal experts say the police's conduct in this specific case is likely a violation of U.S. citizens' First and Fourth Amendment rights. In the early hours on Thursday, a 12-story condo in Surfside, located north of Miami Beach, partially collapsed. Currently, nine people have been confirmed dead, with 156 still missing as of June 27th. As of the morning of Tuesday, June 29th, there have been 11 confirmed deaths. Fire Rescue are still working on a search and rescue effort to help locate those still missing. On June 22nd, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law legislation that will require public colleges and universities in Florida to survey students and faculty about their beliefs. DeSantis signed this legislation to push back on what he's calling indoctrination, and he said he wants to see intellectual diversity in colleges and universities throughout the state. The bill does not address what questions will be asked, whether participation is mandatory, or if the responses will be anonymous. The vague law will go into effect July 1st, and State Senator Ray Rodriguez warned there could be budget cuts for schools if they're found to lack intellectual diversity and are indoctrinating students. 
On June 21st, DeSantis signed a bipartisan piece of legislation to aid families with disabled or brain damaged children. The new bill will require video monitoring in classrooms with disabled students upon request and also prohibits teachers from confining students to a room by themselves. Parents who participate in the Birth-Related Neurological Injury Compensation Association, also known as the NICA, will get a one-time $150,000 cash benefit immediately. The bill will supposedly make it so families no longer have to fight with administrators to receive help for wheelchairs, medication, therapy, or other services. The bill is a result of an investigation conducted by the Miami Herald and ProPublica, which uncovered that while many families struggled to receive their benefits, the NICA profited. Housing and apartment prices have soared in South Florida, with just 18% of people in Palm Beach County able to afford a home, according to the Sun Sentinel. In Broward and Dade counties, it's not much better, with that number at 15% and 9% respectively. Renters are also having trouble affording rent, as renting prices have gone up after the pandemic. Wages have not kept up with rent increases, and even with more affordable housing currently being built in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach, and Pleasant City, the supply has not met the demand. State Senator Nan Rich of District 1 in Broward County said, quote, we don't have enough units. The Tokyo Olympics are so set to take place next month, despite ongoing protests and public health concerns. The event was postponed last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. A vast majority of Japanese citizens in Japan are opposing the Olympics as certain parts of the country are still under a state of emergency. Only a small percentage of people are vaccinated and foreigners are still not allowed into the country. This has been a UU Plus Play weekly news podcast. Tune in next week for more news. Thanks so much for tuning in. To see our source material, visit podcast at upressonline.com.